0: Hey guys, um, welcome back, we're gonna read three vignettes today, um, I am so sorry about the way I read yesterday, I just did not feel good after that COVID shot, I'm feeling a little bit better tonight, I think I'll be back to work, I, my fourth, uh, fourth and sixth didn't get to see me, well fourth saw me for like ten seconds yesterday, but, um, anyway i'm back i think i'll be back in school tomorrow morning um anyway i'm so sorry still not feeling 100 but i'm ready to read three vignettes to you guys um we're gonna read born bad which is on page 58 today we're gonna read elenita cards palm and water today and we're gonna read "Geraldo no less name all three of these are very interesting and heavy vignettes so good things to focus on um Geraldo, no Last name is i think one that you can write about again, if there's any of these you want to write about that inspire you, please just do it. Um, I just want you to have, just make sure you have the three required ones. But if you, if there's one that you really, really want to write about, then go for it. I just want you to have some good vignettes to read. I'm really excited about reading some of your personal stories. All right, the first one's called Born Bad. It's on page 58. Most likely I will go to hell and most likely I deserve to be there. My mother says I was born on an evil day and prays for me. Lucy and Rachel pray too for ourselves and for each other, because of what we did to Aunt Lupe. Her name was Guadalupe, and she was pretty like my mother, dark, good to look at, in her Joan Crawford dress and swimmer's legs, Aunt Lupe of the photographs. But I knew her, sick from the disease that would not let her go, that would not go, her legs bunched under the yellow sheets, the bones gone limp as worms, the yellow pillow, the yellow smell, the bottles and spoons, her head thrown back like a thirsty lady, my aunt, the swimmer. Hard to imagine her legs once strong, the bones hard, parting water, clean, sharp strokes, not bent and wrinkled like a baby, not drowning under the sticky yellow light, second floor rear apartment, the naked light bulb, the high ceilings, the light bulb always burning. I don't know who decides who deserves to go bad. There was no evil in her birth, no wicked curse. One day I believe she was swimming and the next day she was sick. It might have been the day the gray photograph was taken. It might have been the day she was holding cousin Tachi and baby Frank. It might have been the moment she pointed to the camera for the kids to look and they wouldn't. Maybe the sky didn't look the day she fell down. Maybe God was busy. It could be true she didn't dive right one day and hurt her spine. Or maybe the story that she fell very hard from a high step stool, like Tachi said, is true. But I think diseases have no eyes. They pick with a dizzy finger anyone, just anyone. Like my aunt, who happened to be walking down the street one day in her Joan Crawford dress in her funny felt hat with a black feather, cousin Tachi in one hand and baby Frank in the other. Sometimes you get used to the sick and sometimes the sickness. If it's there too long, it gets to seem normal. This is how it was with her and maybe this is why we chose her. It was a game, that's all. It was the game we played every afternoon since that day one of us invented it. I can't remember who, I think it was me. You had to pick somebody. You had to think of someone everybody knew. Someone you could imitate and everyone else would have to guess who it was. It started out with famous people. Wonder Woman. The Beatles. Marilyn Monroe. But then somebody thought it'd be funny, better if we changed the game a little. If we pretended we were Mr. Benny. Or his wife Blanca. Or Ruthie. Or anybody we knew. I don't know why we picked her. Maybe we were bored that day. Maybe we got tired. We liked my aunt. She listened to our stories. She always asked us to come back. Lucy. Me. Rachel. I hated to go there alone. The six blocks to the dark apartment, the second-floor rear building where it suddenly never came. And what did it matter? My aunt was blind by then. She never saw the dirty dishes in the sink. She couldn't see the ceilings dusty with flies, the ugly maroon walls, the bottles and sticky spoons. I can't forget the smell, like sticky capsules filled with jelly. My aunt a little oyster and a little piece of meat on an open shelf for us to look at. Hello? Hello? As if she had fallen into a well. I took my library books to her house. I read her stories. I liked the book, The Water Babies. She liked it too. I never knew how sick she was until that day. I tried to show her one of the pictures in the book, a beautiful colored picture of the water baby swimming in the sea. I held the book up to her face. I can't see it. She said, I'm blind. And then I was ashamed. She listened to every book, every poem I read her. One day, I read her one of my own. I came very close and I whispered it into the pillow. This is one of Esperanza's own poems. I want to be like the waves on the sea, like the clouds in the wind, but I'm me. One day I'll jump out of my skin. I'll shake the sky like a hundred violins. That's nice. That's very good, she said in her tired voice. You just remember to keep writing Esperanza. You must keep writing. It will keep you free. And I said yes, but at that time I didn't know what she meant. The day we played the game, <laughs> we didn't know she was going to die. We pretended with our heads thrown back, our arms limp and useless, dangling like the dead. We laughed the way she did. We talked the way she did talked, the way blind people talk without moving their head. We imitated the way you had to lift her head a little so she could drink water. She sucked it up slow out of a green cup, tin cup. The water was warm and tasted like metal. Lucy laughed. Rachel, too. We took turns being her. We screamed in the weak voice of a parrot for Tachi to come and wash those dishes. It was easy. We didn't know. She had been dying such a long time, we forgot. Maybe she was ashamed. Maybe she was embarrassed it took so many years. The kids who wanted to be kids instead of washing dishes and ironing their papa's shirts. And the husband who wanted a wife again. And then she died, my aunt who listened to my poems. And then we began to dream the dreams. Um, you know, people do this kind of stuff. They, they blame themselves for people's death. Esperanza didn't know that her aunt was going to die. They were just being kids and having fun, but she does appreciate here that her aunt did love, she knows she, her aunt loved her, her aunt that couldn't do much loved her. Um, but this, the important thing here is that the, the part about the poems, the part where she says, you just keep remembering to write Esperanza. She didn't understand it then, but it was a very important, uh, line there. So make sure you pay attention to that. That's gonna be important later. Alright, the next one is called Elenita Cards Palm and Water Page sixty two. Elenita, witch woman, wipes the table with a rag because Ernie, who is feeding the baby, spilled Kool-Aid. She says, Take that crazy baby out of here and drink your Kool-Aid in the living room. Can't you see I'm busy? Ernie takes the baby into the living room or Bugs Bunny is on TV. Good lucky you didn't come yesterday, she says. The planets were all mixed up yesterday. Her TV is color and big, and her pretty furniture made out of red fur like teddy bears they give away at the carnivals. She has them covered with plastic. I think this is on account of the baby. Yes, it's a good thing, I say. But we stay in the kitchen because this is where she works. The top of the refrigerator, busy with the holy candles, some lit, some not, red and green and blue, and plaster saint and a dusty Palm Sunday cross, and a picture of the voodoo hand taped to the wall. Elanita is a psychic, or if psychics are real, she claims to be one. Get the water, she says. I go to the sink and pick the only clean glass there, a beer mug that says that beer made, the beer that made Milwaukee famous, and fill it up with hot water from the tap. Then I put the glass of water on the center of the table the way she taught me. Look in it. Do you see anything? But all I see are bubbles. You see anybody's face? Nope, just bubbles, I say. That's okay. And she makes a sign of the cross over the water three times and begins to cut the cards. They're not like ordinary playing cards, these cards. They're strange, with blonde men on horses and crazy baseball bats with thorns, golden goblets, sad-looking women dressed in old-fashioned dresses and roses that cry. There's a good Bugs Bunny cartoon on TV. I know, I saw it before and recognized the music. And I wish I could go sit on the plastic couch with Ernie and the baby. But now my fortune begins. Again, this little glimpse of Esperanza kind of wishing she was still a kid, but growing up. My whole life on that kitchen table, past, present, future. Then she takes my hand and looks into my palm, closes it and closes her eyes too. Do you feel it? Feel the cold? Yes, I lie, but only a little. Good, she says. Los Espiritus are here. The spirits are here. And begins, this card the one with the dark man on a dark horse. This means jealousy. And this one, hmm, sorrow. Here a pillar of bees and this a mattress of luxury. You will go to a wedding soon. And did you lose an anchor of arms? Yes, an anchor of arms. It's clear what that, that's what that means. What about a house, I say, because that's what I came for. Ah, yes, a home in the heart. I see a home in the heart is that it? That's what I see, she says. Then she gets up because the kids are fighting. Elenita gets up to hit and then hug them. She really does love them, only sometimes they are rude. She comes back and can tell I'm disappointed. She's a witch woman and knows many things. If you got a headache, rub a cold egg across your face. Need to forget a old romance? Take a chicken's foot, tie it with a red string and spin it over your head three times, then burn it. Bad spirits keeping you awake? Sleep next to a holy candle for seven days, then on the eighth day, spit lots of other stuff. Only now she can tell I'm sad. Baby, I'll look again if you want me to. And she looks again into the cards, palm, water, and says, "Uh uh-huh. A home in the heart. I was right. Only I don't get it. A new house, a house made of heart. I'll light a candle for you. All this for five dollars I give her. Thank you and goodbye and be careful of the evil eye. Come back again on a Thursday and when the stars are stronger. And maybe the Virgin bless you, and shuts the door. That's going to be interesting too later, that home in the heart thing. Um, but you know, it's funny that like Esperanza kind of she goes to Catholic school. She's kind of got religion, but she also is this is believing in the tarot cards and the, the palm reading and all that too. So I'm not really sure where Esperanza stands. All right, this next one is very very interesting. called Geraldo or Geraldo, I'm not sure, no last name. She met him at a dance, pretty too and young. Said he worked in a restaurant, but she can't remember which one. Geraldo, that's all, green pants and a Saturday shirt. Geraldo, that's what he told her. And how was she to know she'd be the last one to see him alive? An accident, don't you know? Hit and run. Marine, she goes to all those dances, Uptown, Logan, Embassy, Palmer, Aragon, Fontana, the Manor. She likes to dance. She knows how to do kumbayas and salsas and rancheras even. And he was just someone she danced with, somebody she met that night. That's right. That's the story. That's what she said again and again. Once to the hospital people and twice to the police. No address, no name, nothing in his pockets. Ain't it a shame? Only Marin can't explain why it mattered. The hours and hours for somebody she didn't even know. The hospital emergency room, nobody but an intern working all alone. And maybe if the surgeon would have come, maybe if he hadn't lost so much blood, if the surgeon had only come, they would know who to notify and where. <laughs> but what difference does it make? He wasn't anything to her. He wasn't her boyfriend or anything like that. Just another bra- brazer who didn't speak English. Just another wetback. You know the kind. The, one who always, the ones who always look ashamed. And what was she doing out there at 3 a.m. anyway? Marine, who was sent home with her coat and some aspirin. How does she explain? She met him at a dance, Geraldo in his shiny shirt and green pants, Geraldo going to a dance. What does it matter? They never saw the kitchenettes, they never knew about the twenty I mean, sorry, they never knew about the two room flats and sleeping rooms he rented, the weekly money orders sent home, the currency exchange, how could they? His name was Geraldo, and his home was in another country. The ones he left behind are far away. We'll wonder, shrug, remember. Geraldo he went north. We never heard from him again. All right, let me explain. So Maureen went to a dance, met this guy, didn't really know him, just danced with him, but he got hit by a car. So she took him to the hospital, she stayed with him, but she didn't even know his name because he didn't really even have a last name. He's an illegal. Um, The term wetback is derogatory. It's a horrible name, a horrible word, and it just means someone that um, is illegal that's here. And it's it's just derogatory and it's bad. but the surgeon didn't come. The doctors didn't come. Um, maybe they could have saved him. Maybe not. He was working in America and sending home money for his family. Um, and they're never going to hear from him again because they don't know who to contact. Why do you think the, the surgeon didn't come for him? Why do you think no one cared? Something to think about. I don't, this is the sixties. Does this stuff still happen today? That's my question. Very interesting. Something to think about here, guys. All right, um, that's all we're going to read today. Make sure you're working on your vignettes. Um, I plan on having your example for you ASAP. Like I said, probably, probably Thursday. Um, I'd like to have it by tomorrow, like by Wednesday. I'm reading this on Thursday, on Tuesday night. Um, I'd like to have it on Wednesday for you, but it'll probably be Thursday. I'm, I'm almost done, but I'm I want it to be nice. So, and I'm still kind of getting over the sickness. So, anyway. Uh, that's all I have for you. Let me know if you need anything. Don't forget to fill out, uh, the location chart as well. You can use it on the test. That's what I, and it's for a grade. That's what I got for you guys. Love you. Talk to you later.